Hey friends, welcome to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for everything stationery, journaling, planning related, and fun things happening in the community. We sometimes also invite other stationery lovers to share their own creative journeys and stationery stories. I'm April from Penguins Creative, and today we're doing things a little differently. You might notice that Phyllis is missing in the intro because this is actually going to be a special program of the podcast, where I invite other stationery enthusiasts for some fun, candid, stationery-related episodes. But don't worry, we'll still have our conversation corner, Phyllis and I, in the upcoming episodes. And we hope you'll enjoy this new variety of the Stationery Cafe. So today we have a very special guest with us today at the Stationery Cafe special guest program and is Christiani Evans from at Chris Evans, who I met on Instagram. And actually, where do we met? How do we meet? I, I was following for, I was following you for a while. Really? Then, yeah. I thought, you know what, the first time I noticed you, I think you were following me and we were like having a little bit of Instagram DM back and forth because mm -hmm. we were both using the Hobonichi cousin size. Mm -hmm. And I noticed like how your style was just so robust, like the collaging. And then officially we kind of got acquainted because of Sticky Kit. Yes. This, right? That's when we started talking more because you were a creative team member. Mm -hmm. And I applied to be one and I, I, I was called to be one. And I was so excited and I had to tell you. I know, I remember because we were both Sticky Kid subscribers too. And then like when I kind of ended my series of being the creative team and then you became one and I was like, yay, we're now feeling each other's obsessions. Yeah, you told me you were so happy that your friends were becoming creative team members and uh, Phyllis was the... Other one, yes, Phyllis was also one. So we're all Sticky Kid alumni. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming onto our show. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited. I'm really excited to introduce you to our listeners because, you know, I followed you. We've, we've followed each other for almost a year and a half now. And your style is so amazing. Like you also use the Hobonichi Cousin. And you also have like this other thing that you do really well, which is snail mail art mm -hmm. and it's just encompassing all the little stationary tidbits together you know with the journaling part with, dog, with your cousin the snail mail part with like writing letters and then obviously the decorating part of the washi tape so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then you know maybe when did you start this journaling you know stationary habit wow that goes way back um so it all started, I've always been the kind of person that loves memories. I just am very sentimental and I want to remember things, you know, about my life and my friends' lives and my family. So mm -hmm. I remember being very little, maybe six or seven, and I had those little journals with the lock. <laughs> yes. I don't know. They must be everywhere in the world because... I know. I, I doubt the lock did anything to lock it. <laughs> I think you could just bust it open if you pull it. <laughs> but I loved it. And I, I remember writing in those. And then my first real journal that I completed was when I was 14. Mm. And I, I was obsessed with Leo DiCaprio. So I still have it, actually. That's my oldest journal that I have. The OG celeb journaling. Yes. <laughs> oh, many hearts and... <laughs> And love declarations to Leo. And nice. um, that was the first journal that I completed. And then since then, I would um, just find a, either an actual blank journal to write on every mm -hmm. year or a notebook. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, because as a teenager, if I didn't have much money, I would just grab a blank notebook and write on it. Mm -hmm. And then are they like daily journals? Like, are they dated or is it like, so the first one was dated and I think that's why I completed it. <laughs> and the ones that were blank, I would go days without writing. Mm. So with, with the years, I figured out that 
data journals are my thing. And that's why the now I use the Hobonichi and that works perfectly for me. It keeps us accountable, right? And then it kind of, it's not like that really pressuring sort of accountable, like you better write in there, the blank page is staring at you, but it's more like, oh, this is like a day for me to record, like yeah. what's fun and nice and like, you know, the chance to do it every day, you know, this mm -hmm. space for creativity is actually what's exciting us every day, right? Yeah, it's satisfying because it's a page a day and even if you had a bad day uh you can write about it i do write about bad days i also uh some days i don't remember what happened so i will find a quote or something to draw and you know it just it's a designated space for you to be creative and to probably also be appreciative of something that happened absolutely i totally agree with that like for me quotes are like my cheat when i don't remember what happened and then some days now that we have so many different stationery there's so many ways to be creative about filling up that page right memo notes decorations washi tape not to mention yeah. <laughs> so so i i really enjoyed um the hobonichi for the same reason because i remember when i started it was all the way back in 2014 and i was like in this like blank stage of my life where I was just waiting to go to school, to graduate school. And I'm like, if I'm spending a few months like empty, like not doing anything I want, I don't want time to just fly by and not remember a thing about those every single days. So that's actually really the motivation that drove me to using the Hobonichi, like really dedicating to one. I started with the A6. Did you start with the A6 or you just start with yes, the A5? It was by accident. I did not know the sizes very well. And uh, my <laughs> mom actually lives in Japan and she offered to give me one. Oh, how did you heard about it in the first place though? It was Instagram. Um, it was, I don't remember if I knew you already, but I remember seeing other girls using Hobonichi mm -hmm. and that it was watercolor friendly. Right. And I've only wanted to try playing more with watercolor. So mm -hmm. I thought uh, I would give it a try. So I got the A6 and I was shocked at how small it was <laughs> when it arrived. <laughs> exactly. That's actually a lot of people's sentiments. Like, oh, yeah, wait, it's <laughs> small. but I made it work. And it, it, um, it was the first time after many years that I uh, completed a journal again because I made it a goal that year to do it. I think, when did I get that? 2017, I think. 2017, okay. And the great thing is that the A6, because it's so small, it ended up being really easy to fill it up because my first one was also the A6 size, which is the Techo size. And then like, you know, I put on a doodle and then like I write and then suddenly I'm like, oh, I'm running out of space. Yes. <laughs> It's very small, but very doable if someone's afraid to, if someone thinks it's too overwhelming to fill a whole page, mm -hmm. the A6 is perfect because you can fill it really fast. And did you like decorate it or like your initial that first year was just, you know, I want to write in it and that's, that's all I wanted to accomplish. I actually did decorate because I love the, I'm a visual person and I have to have a drawing or something that makes me remember what happened that day. So I often drew one of my kids' toys that they love. <laughs> and cute, uh, you know, party decorations that I did and stuff like that, um, or a game that I was playing. That's nice. And when did you move on to like the cousin size? So yes, I was, I was excited for the next year to get the bigger size, the A5. <laughs> so I got the A5 and I got the, the whole year in one, mm -hmm. in one book and oh i was so happy with how much space i had it was very refreshing and then <laughs> you chubby by the end of the year because oh I my god so excited putting things in uh so the next year i got the cousin avec the avec exactly i like it's the exact same journey that I went through. Yeah. You update to the cousin and then you like realize, 
oh my god, a whole year of the cousin with like all the things we put in it. It is huge. It's like super mm-hmm. chunky. And then obviously you feel nice about it. Like, oh yeah, this is like my whole year's memory. But but then like at the beginning of the year, you would feel like kind of like, oh, I don't want to put, put in too much because I know yeah. it's going to be hard to write in. So yeah. I like immediately moved on to the event like right after. And but I now... Never- don't you make it even chubbier each <laughs> half of the event? I know. <laughs> I can build a tower out of my little event <laughs> hopos. Yes. So I love the event. I love how much space we have to ride and how chubby you can make each half. But the only downside I see is that when I move on to the second book, I'm in June or July, mm-hmm. I miss having the other half just for me to look at i know and so i have to go after it wherever i stored it so that's the only i think downside to having yeah having a split right i i think for me i ended up actually only flipping through them like you know after a year so i just kind of like archive it in like Uh in my storage box and i i'm like oh (laughs) there are some bad memories or like good things let's (laughs) let's take a look at it next year and Uh one thing i found that i really enjoy with the hobonichi is that you know whenever there are bad days my mentality when i was writing about those things was that oh my god like i hate today but i knew that I can look back on this next year, this time, and be like, what a menial thing to feel bad about. Like, mm. it doesn't even matter anymore. And I, yeah. I, every time I do that, I just look forward to the future where I can look back and laugh at that bad event or like that bad thing. And I think that's something <laughs> that I never really realized um, could affect my like mood so much and help my mood so much to you know, know that I can archive yeah. it. I think we like we like to see our progress right so we write about our lives we write about how we think well how we see the world now and then in a year we have changed already right it's very satisfying when you can look back and see that you have uh, grown as a person and I think that's one of the reasons why I love journaling And also, I want to leave this to my kids, you know. Right now, they don't read everything I write. (laughs) And I want them to read all the good and bad days and see how uh, flawed I am Mm -hmm. and not pressure themselves to be perfect, you know. Oh wow, that's 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 really profound. I I don't know if I want my kids to read how messed up <laughs> I am, but <laughs> but but you're right. Maybe maybe I could turn my thing into like a little legacy <laughs> to pass down. Oh, um, believe me, uh, there were many things I didn't want anyone to read, and I actually ripped pages off. Over. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> definitely like when you break up with a boyfriend you know and then you're like I don't like him anymore just throw it all away I know I I, I have super bad memories where I like write a letter fold it tuck it into an envelope and like stick it in my hobonichi just so that when people are flipping through it they still can't like access that content as easily as they like but I'm like why am I putting it in it if I really don't want anyone to see it right so maybe there's a small right right true a small part of me that kind of kind of wanted to be recorded but like not (laughs) it's like the public setting on your Facebook wall (laughs) oh sorry the private setting the only me (laughs) setting Uh uh-huh my my journals are very personal, so I do have to blur many parts of it if I want to post it mm-hmm. on Instagram. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I see. I know what you what you mean. <laughs> well, so how about the snail mail art part? Like, oh my gosh, your letters—they always are so colorful. And what do you call them? Urban pigeons, or is that actually a brand? Oh yes, that's a brand. The pigeons. Um, <gasps> Pigeon posted, so they're a company based in England, and they make this very versatile way to write letters, which is uh, a letter that folds into an envelope. Ooh, whoa! So you don't have that extra stress trying to match an envelope and decorate it and whatnot, which some of us 
feel pressure too. Wait, so is that like a, 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 a style or like is it a product that you have to buy from them? It, it's their product, I think. I don't mm. know if they're patent, pat, mm-hmm. patented yet, but um, yeah, it's a, I don't know the size exactly. And mine are upstairs. They, it's an, almost an A4 size. Mm-hmm. Then it folds in a beautiful way that becomes a rectangular envelope. Oh my goodness, and that to, is so cool. To close it, you just use the stamp, the post-it mm-hmm. stamp, onto the little, a little pointy. The seams, yeah. Yeah, and then you, you seal it like that. You don't even need glue or anything. That is so cool. So you make all of your letters then? Like, do you like oh, buy so it? That one comes like that. So you mm-hmm. just write on it, fold it, seal it with a stamp and send it, address it and send it. Um, my other snail mails, I have many styles, like I can't pick just one. <laughs> so that are envelopes that I make myself with pattern paper and that are envelopes that are made, but then I decorate it with drawings or um, water coloring. Like there are so many ways you can decorate. I love how you kind of put in themes to your other yeah. cards. Like if the background, like the envelope is, if there's a neutral theme, then you put on like plant related postage stamps, you do the floral like drawings on the decoration. Yeah. And then the lettering, like I feel like one of the highlights was the way you drew out, like lettering out <laughs> people's name. And mm-hmm. so where did, where did that all start? How long have you been doing this? I mean, so the theme sometimes can be a curse <laughs> because I, I, I just love themes so much that I take too much time to prepare it sometimes, <laughs> but it does end up pretty. Yes, I often Very pretty. <laughs> envelope art to the card or to the letter theme that I chose, which can be, I've done space or lunar new year, I've done what else floral um, your holiday series was really pretty oh, there right. were, yeah. mm-hmm. well, i did try to match that i sent you a uh i know your your letters i don't like you know how people usually send happy mail and you throw away the envelopes like i i never threw away any of your envelopes because they're they're just so pretty i actually slapped them into my hobo <laughs> Oh, good. I'm so happy. I feel so honored that I, <laughs> I'm part of your Bonita now. <laughs> so yeah, um, I love matching. And then, um, sorry, what was the question? And then like, <laughs> when did you start? Like when, oh, when did, did you start? Yeah, did you look oh, at yeah. videos or who started? So writing letters has been a long time, ever since I was 12. I had to move from one city to another. And back then, long distance calls were very expensive. Right, yeah. So I decided to write to my friends. And that's when it started. Back then, I would do a little pencil drawing on the envelope. And one of my friends liked to spray a little perfume in her, her letters. <laughs> that's so was cute. Really cute. Yes. And then, so as I moved from place to place, I would write to my friends. And uh, it wasn't until, when did I restart it? I went a while without writing and I would try to send cards to my friends. I mm-hmm. have so many friends like all over the world. So I would always try to send birthday cards and Christmas cards. But I think it was about two or three years ago that I like, I just wanted to do more. <laughs> And you did and more. I, and then there's Instagram and you find all this creative people and all the things that they're doing. And I, I found a great community of people that write letters and decorate them. Yes. Tell me about that community. I felt like I haven't ventured in that. And is it like an Inst- a Facebook group or is it like an actual meetup? Sort no, of situation? there's on Instagram. You just find, you maybe look up the hashtag snail mail or mm-hmm. snail mail revolution. Mm. You just start finding all these people that are so passionate about um, analog, you know, communication, just writing. Where, where are you based again? Um, can you tell us? I'm from Brazil. 
I mean, but right now, I am now. Yeah, I live in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So is there like so? So in Seattle, we have a Puget Sound Correspondence Society. Is there something similar over there in Nevada? I don't think so. I haven't found any, and I've been told I should (laughs) do it myself. You should totally make one because you you have all these experience of like you know sending snail mail. You are connected with these people and. How that group works here is that they meet up, well, they don't meet up, but they like get the correspondence address from the local, I guess, chapters. It's like, it's really unofficial, like anyone can start one. And then you kind of exchange mail with like the people in that group. So you have like a dedicated thing um, where everyone's dedicated in in making good snail mail art. But but I bet you already have like a very like solid group of friends. I do have quite a few pen pals and uh, we love writing long letters. So it takes me sometimes a week to finish up one. <laughs> <laughs> but that you put kids, in so much so effort. Get, yeah, I have kids too and I get interrupted a lot when I'm trying to write. Um, and that's one thing that I get asked a lot. How do you journal and how do you write letters when you have children in the house? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do funny wanna... because some people might think you have you're at home all the time, like you have all the time, but in reality, no, <laughs> like you're probably you more busy. Work. Yeah. So I have two boys. I have Daniel who's ten and Liam who's seven years old, and now they're more independent at that age. They can yeah, grab their own snacks. They can go do an activity on their own. So it has gotten easier, but I've been journaling since they were babies. And and what I tell to other moms is that just make up the time, you know, mm-hmm. like um, it, it doesn't have to be every day. Right. I, I go many days without journaling and then I just make notes in my weekly layout. Nice. And That's a good idea. I, at least once a week, I, I, I make the time. I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to write. And I'm going to catch up with what happened. And then I write things down. And then you do also do your snail mail <clears throat> art thing. Do you have like a designated space where it's like kids free? Where you like? No, my house is kind of small. So we, <laughs> well, I actually gave up my office to my youngest son. Oh. <laughs> yes. So now I have the hallway has my little desk. <laughs> I'm right. And I do my letter writing there and my journaling there, but because there's no natural light, I sometimes feel a little claustrophobic. So mm-hmm. I will gather my stuff and bring it to the living room and the dining room table and <laughs> there and take over. <laughs> and where your kids are also there, your cat Dante is yes. also there. <laughs> yeah, he he sometimes doesn't want me to journal, so he sits on my. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet. There's a Facebook group called Kittens Who Plans. You know, I used to live with a roommate who has a cat named Ozzy, mm-hmm. and I, I joined it because Ozzy does the same thing. Every time I have like my Hobonichi cousin out, and it's like a magnet, he like jumps up and it really plops his butt on my page. And like, you can't do anything after that. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll have to connect with them. Uh, Dante also loves washing tapes, but what he does is he chews on them. Oh no! So be very careful when I leave my washi tapes out. Planning with cats—that's another big topic. I have to do a special episode. <laughs> on cats. Yes. But but yeah, I I I know how much effort you put in because I've seen Phyllis receive some of your happy mails, and you even make these little die cuts things like what is the tool was it a cricket oh yeah so that is in the list of things that i'm into lately it's the (laughs) physics die cuts basically uh, mine is very small they have various sizes of cutting machines and mine is a physics um thinlet is that what it's called i think so and it's very tiny and i wanted it to be small because i just want to make little things here and there Mm-hmm. Not, not occupy much space and so you it basically cuts the paper for you in the shape that uh, you choose does it, does it work with an app like you choose a design oh, all manual this one's all manual it's not like a silhouette so the silhouette Ooh. would be the digital form of Got it. it 
but the physics is just manual. You have two plates, you put the paper inside with the cutting die mm. and put the other plate on. And so you sandwich it together and pass through the machine that squeezes them so tight. Ah, so it cuts the shadow cut the, the paper for you. So you must have had a very big collection of the die die cuts, right? The die right. designs. I don't know which one you saw. Maybe, did I send you a little llama die I, cut? Yes, I have the llama one and I see the I one see from Phyllis, which is like a plant, like, you know, oh, suck, oh, suck. With the daisy, right? With the daisies. And it was yeah. so delicate, so cute. And like, just like a little present in the snow. Yeah. I love that. The cutest things. I, I'm obsessed. And actually, Liam yesterday, my youngest, he started playing with it and and he's also obsessed. He spent <laughs> two hours doing cutting paper. And like to us, it's like perfect. It's like this could go into my journal. So like That's we love receiving love things it. like that. Just because of what you said, it's like a little gift and it's so simple. It just takes a little time to assemble. So yeah, you buy a little kit. So the flower was a kit in itself. Mm. So you have to cut the, the green leaves first and then the flower separately white so use a white paper for that and then the metal i chose yellow mm -hmm. and you put you glue all those things together it's like a little crafting project i yeah, feel like people don't have the patience <laughs> but i don't know why i do i just love <laughs> seeing it come together and it's very satisfying i become a little die cutting machine factory <laughs> <laughs> I I'm appreciative of people like in my community that has the patience to do that and could like fulfill that void in my in my yeah. journaling habit that doesn't do that because I I don't have patience to glue things together at all like oh yeah there's there's a few styles that I admire in the stationary community ones like the collaging where they cut you know how washi tapes nowadays comes with all these florals and they would like cut yeah. around it like uh what is it called pretty cut it like around it and then like that is another thing i have zero patience for but yeah, i've always no i've seen you do it you're lying i've seen you cut washi tape and i i'm pretty sure i learned it from you but no there's like masters out there who like cut out like the dots in like the empty pattern shapes yeah um, washi tapes mm -hmm. oh my god and then they I, you know yeah put up collage art. Phyllis is really sure. good at that. <laughs> I'm sure you go through that too, where we go through stages. Like, and there are times where you might be okay doing that. <laughs> some days, when I have time, yeah. yes. Yeah. So some days I just want to write, do a simple page. And mm -hmm. other days I just want to do an elaborate collage with all different types of washi, of paper, of stickers and everything, you know? <laughs> that's so true like my journal people say that oh what's your style like I actually one of my questions was what's your style but I feel like it's a very like unfair question because I myself don't keep a style at all <laughs> like mine mine goes through phases of like this this time it's just all stickers and then there's this period where I, I'm just doodling and I did a lot of watercoloring which is actually you know my that was like back in 2016 I had a, a lot of YouTube videos of like plan with me where I draw and watercolor yeah. in and yeah. I don't remember the last time I did that mm -hmm. and I think since I became a sticky kid subscriber I had a bunch of stickers that was like my sticker phase the Japanese stickers mm -hmm. and lately I'm kind of going back into the photo stage um have you heard of Rainbow Holic and her kawaii yes. style yes. you know how she prints out glossy photos of her life and that has been what I was obsessed with recently right, because yeah, I've, I've seen your animal crossing <laughs> <laughs> i bought an inject printer and i bought like online labels um glossy paper and i've just been obsessively sticking sticker photos into mm -hmm. my planner but i'm now worried it's gonna get so chunky like yes to the I end of the year too, but i mean i um, just gotta do it <laughs> i know what do you feel like no i'm with you i don't have a style either and i think I think hard about it maybe you and I have the style of just get it just get it done you know just do it and I learned from you actually I learned a lot from you April I'm a, big, <laughs> a big fan of yours oh. I learned to just do it like you want to draw something draw it you know don't think too much go pen to paper don't even use pencil 
And then if I want to watercolor, do it. You want to put a sticker on, stick it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, yeah, I, I think remember seeing your unboxing and you will get the little, <laughs> little watch that seals the package together. You you pull it out and then you just stick it on your whole body, you know, like, oh, that's amazing. I'm going to do that. Exactly. I think if we do have to coin our style, I feel like ours is kind of like a magazine scrapbook style yes. because we take ephemeras that's in our life. Like, like, like I said, the little cutout you sent me in the snail mail, the Trader Joe stickers, you know, that signals that we went shopping that day. Like everything yeah. that kind of is a little bit part of what happened in the day. Yeah. I want to, somehow put it in my journal because yeah. that is like the condensed version of you know the day mm -hmm. and it could be anything because I saw yours you had like cutouts for magazines you like you went to yes. watch movies you have those I, movie stuff so. yeah I often uh, use the packaging from uh, fast food places so mm. cut out their logo it's uh, usually also when I'm lazy to draw so I just take it out of the packaging and stick it on my <laughs> and then I put some stickers around it and uh the yeah. latest that I put on my bonichi was I was baking with the boys it was mm -hmm. the first time I was baking banana bread in this quarantine and I'm like oh, I think I want to I want to record this and I the butter that I used the wrapping I washed it with <gasps> Don <Ooh>. <laughs> dried it and then I put it in my hobonichi because to me it looked beautiful <laughs> <laughs> you're right the foil paper but you just gotta be careful to really get that grease it was stain. actually the the it wasn't the foil it was the see-through kind of like vellum oh got it oh my gosh that's but I so washed cool. it really well I used a lot of Dawn dish soap and it worked <laughs> that is amazing I love it <laughs> Yeah, so I, I really love that, just getting things from daily life. So, yeah, sometimes a gift bag is so pretty. So you, you cut it up, use little pieces of paper, and put it in your hobonichi. Mm -hmm. And so, like, where do you get your inspirations from other than, you know, from daily life? Do you watch a lot of YouTube videos? Like, what would be some recommended ways for people, you know, to come up with creative projects? Like, what's your suggestion? My What I usually do is I see your pages. And then I see Amy Tangerine and Heidi Swap. I, I love all those creative ladies. And Heidi Swap does a lot of cards and scrapbooking, but you can still apply their techniques to your journaling or snail mailing. Mm -hmm. so I feel like anything creative can be applied to any medium that you choose, you know? That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I mostly look at Instagram for inspiration. So or people who wants to go into this, yeah. <laughs> follow hashtags on Instagram. That's where you can like get inspired by little yeah. projects, right? That's that's how I do it too. I I I actually used to watch a lot of YouTube videos, but but then I just feel like Instagram is such a faster way to consume, you know, ideas and flip through things. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love the save feature. The safe? Oh, right. The safe yeah. feature. Oh my God. So I abuse I wanna, it. <laughs> yeah, when I recreate something for just personal reasons and for my Hobonichi to draw, redraw or something, I just uh -huh. leave it there. I have like probably 10,000 safe items that I like, you know, I, I look through it when I woke up in the morning and I don't have time to go back. I, and I just let them sit there and rot. <laughs> like I, I, I have a bad habit of not going back to my saved <laughs> items. I really <laughs> should do that. I need, to, I need to make a mental note to myself, April, to have a weekly digest of looking <laughs> through my saved feeds. <laughs> so, Chris, um, I want to ask you, what's your setup like now? You know, other than the Hobonichi cousin, what else have you got going on with your journaling life? And, you know, how do you see the stationary habit intermingle with your, you know, stay-at-home mom, homeschooling duties? Like, tell us all about it. Okay. So it's crazy because I never thought I'd get to this point, but this year I have six. <laughs> six. <laughs> journals, sort of. So, you know, I have the Hobonicha back. That's for my daily journaling. Mm -hmm. And then I have two that were gifted to me. 
Ooh. So one is the one line a day uh, journal. Oh, one line a day. So is it like over five years or over yeah. 10? So five year journal, a friend of mine gifted it to me. So you basically, what I do is I just think of the most significant thing that happened that day and then I write it there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do a very good job last year because what brand is it? Away. Uh, I'm sorry. What brand is the five, is this your is five year journal? From Chronicle Books. Oh, so like a the pretty one, like floral, is it? Yes, the cover is by Yao Cheng. Is that her name? It's I so actually followed her on Instagram. Yeah, Yao Cheng. Oh, She's on Instagram. She's amazing with the watercolor. She has the most soothing, beautiful florals. And uh, I had been following her for years and my friend didn't know that. And she got me this journal with yeah, her design on the cover. So I love that is, it. That is a great coincidence. That's like, that's like the perfect gift. <laughs> yeah. And then similar to this one, I have the question and answer a day. Oh. It's also a five-year journal. This one is by Potter Style. So this one's fun because it has a question per day for you to answer about yourself. (laughs) My husband gave this to me back in 2015. And Mm -hmm. so you would think I would have finished it by now. But (laughs) I chose to do it every five years. I thought that if I answered the same questions every year, I wouldn't have like a significant breakthrough. Yeah, amount of difference, you know, in my answers. That is so cool. So but, you did it in 2015. Mm-hmm. And then you, the second time you did it was 2010. No. Oh, sorry, 2020. My, my math now. is yeah. so, like, Wow, I have that journal. I need to do it this year. So that's why I have this. And if I took them away, I will forget about it. So what I do now, I leave them in my coffee table. Mm-hmm. So every day I see them, I grab it and I do a five minute writing. You know, it's amazing. Can you read like one of the questions? I'm like curious what kind of questions they are. Okay, so today's May, the day we're recording this, May 11. And the question is, how do you want to be remembered? Mm. So sometimes it has really deep questions. Reflective questions that you can like write a mm-hmm. lot of things and you're right this kind of thing will change if you do it on a five-year interval yeah oh so many of my answers five years ago are kind of cringy that's lovely oh so my god! so i have the evac and this too mm-hmm. and i have my hobonichi weeks for appointments i do oh. love how compact it is and i can bring it in my purse for appointments so that's very handy and then uh whatever tidbits i find out there like <laughs> cards or anything that i want to put in my hubanich i just tuck it in here it's and your on the go collector yeah. like the file folder <laughs> so i have that and then i have um my i don't know how to pronounce it the german no lesser torn lesser torn yeah either lucha term or life torn something like that yeah i i purposefully got this for scribbling just to be free you know because i'm Mm. not gonna scribble in my hobonichi right and so i got this one so i can make a lot of lists was it lined or was it the dotted one this is the dotted one Mm Loisterm, Loisterm. I just got it. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. the, that's the name. I was like, we both slaughtered it for a little bit back there, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the way to pronounce it. But yeah, uh-huh. that is so cool. So I love it because I'm I'm more free with it, and I can do bullet journaling if I want, if mm. I feel like it. And so I, I I just do usually a lot of lists. It's kind of like the commonplace notebook. Is that correct? Yeah. Like, like where you like put on random thoughts, random lists, um, just things that comes to your mind and where you can be like free, I guess, like yeah. very. It really helps me to be organized. So yeah, mm-hmm. this one in the Hobonichi weeks is where I do lists and uh, cross out things that I've accomplished. Okay, so you have and those then, three, Hobonichi, and then what else? Well, I talked about five of them. And then mm-hmm. the last one I want to talk about 
is this journal called My Quotable Kid. Oh. It's a parent's journal of unforgettable quotes. It's also by Chronicle Books. And I really recommend this one for every parent out there, <laughs> uh, no matter what age your child is, because um, it's simple. It's just like, um, let's see, the first page says, every page has who, when, age, where. And then <laughs> a bubble where you can write the quote. That that, oh my gosh, that's cute. <laughs> it's simple. I love that everything funny or profound that your child has said, you can write it here and it can all be compiled in this one book. Mm -hmm. And just like two, day, two nights ago, I was reading it to the whole family and we were cracking up because uh, <laughs> we say the funniest thing sometimes and then we forget. If you don't write it down, you're going to forget. Which, can you share? So this is really similar to the Hobonichi column. He, you know that Hobonichi is like a media company. So they, the quotes that goes into the book actually oh, no. are from that news, media news. So they have a column called The Daily Child. So okay. it's very similar. It's got all these like oh, whimsical okay. quotes from kids. Um, we, uh -huh. we use the Japanese version, so we don't read it. We, yeah. get, we don't get to read it. But they have like funniest quotes or like the most innocent, naive things that kids say that are just so hilarious or profound. So can you share like one yeah, from I'll your share kid? recent one. So, okay, I found one that Liam, my seven-year-old, said recently. I wrote, um, I got Michael and myself a new flavor of Oreos, Oreos, the cookies, to try the Oreo Thins latte flavor. Latte. Liam, yeah, Liam decided to try one too. So once I ha handed him one and he held it in his hand, he took a good look at it and very outraged told us, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Skinny cookies. <laughs> he, has, he had never seen a thin Oreos before. Oh my God. <laughs> And he was so mad that we got skinny cookies. <laughs> you guys are like scamming him and like not giving him the full, yeah. <laughs> full size. That's hilarious. So I like stuff like that. It's just. Oh my God. I feel like that would be, you know, this is a good journal idea for people who, you know, have a lot of other books lying around because you don't have to use that one, right? Like you can use it on yeah. any of your dedicated notebooks or traveler's notebook inserts, you know, they're very slim and like compact. Yeah. You don't have to buy this one. Yeah, you can definitely get a notebook and yeah, designate it to be the quotable uh, journal. I know Phyllis does one in her GU, which is like the one from Bomb Kuchen, um, where it's like daily little columns. So she do those right now. Like she draws Teddy because Teddy's mm -hmm. not one year old yet. And like, obviously can't speak yet yeah. but I, I can I'm pretty sure she'll eventually adapt it to you know the funny things that her kid oh, says yeah. she's gonna have so much fun that is amazing so you journal you obviously journal about your kid in that one how about your other like you know your dedicated cousin do you write about your kids too yes yeah, so the my dedicated is all about my life my life with my husband and my kids um, so I'm married to Michael and we're going to be married for 12 years this Ooh. July. And, uh, and then I have my two kids and I write all about them. Oh, and my cats. I write <laughs> about my cats too. Some days there's a whole page designated <laughs> for one of them. <laughs> that's lovely. I feel like, yes, like that's, I feel you so much because lots of people ask like, what do you write about? And even like, oh, we're all staying home all day. Like it's the pandemic. Like, what do you write about? But then I'm like, there is a lot to write about. Like, I actually run out of space to write about. So I have to mentally think of what's the most important things I need to write about today. Because I could write about the food that I ate today that I loved, you know, mm -hmm. or something funny that my cat did or 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 the little wildflowers that I'm planting in the garden like there's so much I feel like it's really the art of finding the little things and then kind of spending more conscious thoughts on those yeah. little things 
to give a meaning, to give a purpose, because、mm-hmm. it's so easy just to just disregard these things, right? Like, what did、mm-hmm. I eat for lunch? Like, oh, why did I hear first thing in the morning? And like, you know, they're just little things in our life that could be so easily forgotten.、Yeah. But like in our way of like writing about those things that are like seemingly insignificant, but they're actually a huge part of what makes up you know our daily life. Yeah. And the other of us write about the games we're playing, the video games we're playing, because they help. They are、right. very significant tools that people are using right now to get through this pan- pandemic.、Mm-hmm. And I have my own video games that I've played that have brought me so much joy or、mm-hmm. made me cry too. You know, right?、And、people that are not familiar with games now nowadays,、um, they really don't know how profound it can be. <laughs> there are some really good stories out there. It's almost、oh. like better than a movie sometimes.、Mm-hmm. I totally understand, and and yeah, there's just so many stuff that you know is can go into your journal, but it doesn't have to be about you. And I, I I'm glad we had this conversation because I hope it inspires listeners, you know, who who are like running out of things to. Plan or to journal, it's that you know write about the little things that keep you sane <laughs> during、yeah. this pandemic. <laughs> yeah, make a list of things that you want as well,、um, things you want to do, things you want to buy, and、uh, there's yeah so much to write about. That is so cool. And so, how how do you think stationery? Like, how much of it does it take up、um, your life? You know. Since I would say you said 2015, right, is when you really got into it again. Like now, if you look and onto your day, do you see it like seeping into every part of your life? Like for me personally, every outing is gonna be a cafe journaling session for me. <laughs> and then when I look at car or like when I go shopping, I look out for like cute cards, like letters, and it's just such a big part of me. And I think for me. I would love to touch on to you know when you first started. I look back in your feed, and you did the super cute thing of incorporating little note cards to your kids in their lunch boxes.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a prime example. I feel like of how you know it's part of your life. Right, I did save those cards.、Um, so what happened was my kids、uh, were starting school. So Daniel started. He started early. He went to preschool. But by the time he started reading, when he was in、uh, kindergarten, I wanted I missed him because he was gone all day from nine to three, and I wanted him to know that I was thinking about him. So every morning I would prepare his lunchbox and I would also draw、um, a little something that he likes, for example, dinosaurs or or a video game that he likes, Minecraft. And、mm-hmm. put a little funny joke or quote next to it,、Aww. and that's how. And then I did that for almost a whole year. I just stopped because he got a little <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got a little naughty. He loved the notes, but then,、uh, yeah. So I did that for a good while, and then when Liam started、um, kindergarten, I I also did it for him. What was funny about Liam is that he often would come home, and I would ask him if he liked the note, and he said, "What note?" <laughs> Didn't even see it, and we were just the whole family was shocked because the note was the first thing you see when you open the lunchbox.、But、for some reason, he would not see it some days. So after a while, I stopped. <laughs> But that's such a cute way to kind of document. Um, I, your love <laughs> for your kids,、yeah. and、um, I can just. Great, it was a great exercise because I would draw every day,、mm-hmm. come up with something to write for them. Practice and, doodling. Yes, and、know. I did watercolor and mostly pen, watercolor, and sometimes a marker. Yeah, that is such a great idea because I can totally see you know this being. Built into a habit of a sort for you, like it doesn't even have to be for your kid. It could be for your significant other if they appreciate、mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You know, a, a little, it's kind of like a little love letter every、yeah. day, every week, every month. You know, I I personally have like a project that's going to be similar. 
um, it's gonna be like notes to myself. Uh, so I ordered this set of really cute illustrated postcards from Japan called Tabineko. And yes, the, I know. This, they're, they're awesome, yeah. Do you have those too? Do you have their oh, cards? I, I'm keeping an eye on it. <laughs> so he has a shop on Etsy and it's basically an illustration of this black cat that travels throughout Japan throughout the entire season. So I think it's going to be perfect for me because I'm going to kind of like on a seasonal basis every month write a little note card to myself using the appropriate, you know, season of the illustration. And, you know, there's 24 postcards, so I can do that for two years. And wow. I can't, I can't wait. I just have to receive it first because it's, it's obviously in delay in like Japan with all the things going on. Oh, so that's such a cute idea. That's something I want to do too, write to myself when and, I'm traveling. Like I want to send myself postcards. Because that, that would add such a nice touch, right, for that trip. Exactly. When you yeah. receive your own postcard that you wrote at that location, I think that's awesome. And then you put it in your Hobonichi. <laughs> <laughs> always, always in the Hobonichi. So I guess the final question, you know, we talked about so much about your, your journaling lifestyle, your habits. What are you into recently? Like, what's your favorite items that you would love to recommend to people or just any other project? It doesn't even have to be stationary related. So what are you into lately? Oh, I do have a lot of interest. So I try to nail it down to the crafty paper crafty <laughs> realm. So lately, I'm really into Patreon printables. Mm. And, and uh, I, I know you... You were a patron of CCR Cafe. Yes. And I keep, I'm keeping an eye on it. <laughs> and then I think Phyllis mentioned Season Jours. And mm. I don't know if I already knew about her or if it was Phyllis that introduced me to it. And, and she is the first one that I became a patron of. Yeah, Season Jours. And I love having the, the printables to cut out myself and in my hubonichi i love that and i actually upgraded to oh three dollar <laughs> nice here so i get her weekly um layouts as well that is awesome i feel like those artists um even though they also share on instagram but they like put much more effort into like presenting the things that they wanted to share on patreon and I really respect that, respect that and I really want to support that because I know how much time it takes to, to do all that stuff. So, yeah. and then for them to even like design all these cute um, you know, illustrations and digital printable goodies, I love that so much. I think I am now like a patron to like four to five people. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you, you see other people recommend more and you just kind of want more. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a lovely community out there in Patreon. It is. And I just ordered a new printer that's inkjet, just like you. And I'm excited for you to arrive this week so I can, yeah, I, got, <laughs> I can have their designs. Uh, okay, I'll have to recommend you this um, sticker paper. It's from Online Labels. And they have, like, just a typical matte white for like $19 for a hundred sheets of labels. Nice. So you can just like make stickers um, out of those awesome. digital printables. Yes, definitely let us know where to get it from. <laughs> and then I love sticker books. I, oh, I love stickers so much. My kids know it. <laughs> if, if my kids actually get a, a Wendy's happy meal, sometimes it comes with stickers. And if they don't want it, they, they give it to me. They know they'll make my day. <laughs> so stickers, stickers and sticker books. Uh, die cuts that we talked about. I love mm -hmm. assembling those and sending to my pen pals. Uh, I love washi tape, of course. It's a given. Mm -hmm. And then uh, little tags. I like to... I got some stamps from Everyday Explorers. Mm -hmm that are just tags so i will stamp oh. them onto cardstock and mm -hmm. cut around it and make my own little tags to put in my hubonichi or my instax pictures like oh. a label so i love using those that's a cute and, idea so yeah instax prints i love <laughs> uh, printing pictures even though it's bulky mm -hmm. the, 
the look is just so pretty. That's the kind where you have like when it prints out, you have to wait a while for the picture to appear, right? The Instax. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a Polaroid, but mm-hmm. a Polaroid printer. That is I used so to have cool. the camera, but it drove me crazy that some pictures were out of focus. Right. Mm-hmm. So I actually sold that and I got myself the little Instax printer. Cute. So any <laughs> digital picture that you have, you can send it to your Instax and it will print it into a Polaroid. I love that. And then my kids' drawings. I love putting their drawings in Mahubunichi and this year they were actually on board Uh and Liam will often draw onto a sticker paper for me and then I cut around it and I use it on my Mahubunichi. I was I was just gonna say, did you like start restricting the paper they have to draw on because it needs to fit into your Hobonichi? Oh, actually, April, you <laughs> enable me to get the Xyron. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. sticker maker the sticker like, maker. This cute little uh, device that you throw in any piece of paper, and it turns into a sticker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I didn't have sticker paper, mm-hmm. I would cut strips of paper the size that fits into the Xyron. <laughs> I would ask Liam to draw on it for me so it would fit inside. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he's happy to, to collab with me. <laughs> you, you should like use this uh, dedicated journal and then like, you know, make it a book out of it when he's older. Like this is your oh, first yeah. book. <laughs> art. Both my kids love art and they have their own notebooks full of stuff they've done so yeah and I, I keep some of them so yeah you I must but you must have been doing so many art projects with your kids now that everyone's like homeschooling right like uh, not really because I mean the quarantine it's a really strange uh mm-hmm. situation right it's like I know many people are going through waves where you're happy, you're content, and then suddenly you're tired and Mm -hmm. sick of it. And so in the first week of quarantine, we were all excited. Oh, we're all going to be together. It's going to be fun. (laughs) I did the Skittle project with my kids. Skittles melt and create a rainbow effect. That was awesome. And then there are weeks that we don't want to do anything. We just want to be together and watch TV and not Mm -hmm. do anything crafty. And that's something that uh, I think people that don't journal much should know is that not all of us sit down and write every day. Mm -hmm. There there are many days I go without writing. And absolutely. Actually, if I get sick, I go a whole month or mm. two sometimes without writing anything mm-hmm. uh, but because I know that I will have the energy eventually to mm-hmm. write and catch up I do at least write notes onto the weekly page the weekly section yeah um, me so too I use that as a reference yourself. yeah don't be hard on yourself journal when you can journal when you feel like it and when it makes you happy but don't don't force it because yeah Because it's not a chore. It's not like something you have to do. (laughs) We only do it because it makes us happy, you know? Like, (laughs) we're 30-year-olds who love stickers. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I know. Whenever I go to Trader Joe's, I always ask for the stickers. (laughs) Me too. Disappointingly, because they're not making new ones. They're not recently, right? I, I'm like embarrassed to ask for stickers. So I would yeah. like, I always like add in like a sentence at the end when I was like, can I have one of your stickers? Like my, my cousins would love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've come to a point where I'm not even embarrassed anymore. I just ask for stickers everywhere I go. And my husband asks for stickers too. Cause sometimes he does some events. He's mm-hmm. a editor and sometimes he has to go film stuff. And he also has them to give me stickers (laughs) that is so everyone is helping me out i know so so yeah i i i think that's a great um place to end this episode Mm -hmm. you know just letting people know that during this trying time 
hold on to what you love, you know, your family, the connections, and then obviously the journaling addiction <laughs> obsession we have here. And, and yeah, and do what makes you happy because that's what we need right now is mm -hmm. to stay safe, stay healthy, and, you know, mentally stay, stay healthy that way too. And if journaling is the way to do it, go for it. Um, so yeah, Chris, thank you so much again for coming on to our show today. Um, for everyone who wants to go look at her Hobonichi spreads and her beautiful snail mail art, her Instagram account is Chris Evans, and I'll link it in the show notes. And feel free to follow us as well. Hashtag the Stationery Cafe. We're on Instagram. And give us a shout out if you like our content today. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much, April. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.